Welcome to the Brew Crew Review Podcast, the show by fans or fans of your Milwaukee Brewers. All right, Brewer fans, welcome to another Brew Crew Review Podcast. Uh, I'm Craig, and joining me is my co-host, Vince Travato. How are you doing, Vince? I'm doing great, Craig. Uh, how was your uh, Happy New Year, I should say? Oh, yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah, good. We got uh, Chatter Scotty on here. Wish him a Happy New Year. I don't believe that, I don't believe that they've been able to chime in today. Dude, okay. But, uh, yeah, so, and uh, that is unfortunate because I know one of Scott's personal favorite brewers in the last five years or so is back with the team. And that is uh, <laughs> left-handed pitcher, <laughs> veteran Wade Miley has signed. Yeah. And also for all of you guys keeping score, the Brewers have finally been the last MLB team to sign a major league free agent. And of course, everyone had on their scorecard that the Brewers would be signing as their first uh, major league free agent this offseason. Of course, Wade Miley. So <laughs> I know that stuff. you're. I know that you're thrilled, Craig. He was. Uh, one of your favorites back on that 2018 squad. The the Brewers obviously had a very good year, and Miley was one of the key components in that rotation in 2018. So um, maybe maybe it'll augur well for the Brewers and their postseason hopes here in 2023 as well. Well, yeah, the 2018 season, uh, I, I will give Wade Miley credit for exceeding my expectations and his pitching above his talent level for sure. Um and I, I don't know, we might as well just, I mean, the 2018 Brewers were a pretty good team, and we went all the way to the National League Championship Series, Game 7, so we might as well bring them all back. I mean, come on, uh, bring back uh, Julio Chassin, we, we can bring back um, the mayor of Ding Dong City. I think these guys are all available. Um, yeah, why not just bring the band back together and uh, <laughs> give it a go for the 2023 season? Sure, why not? We are, we, are, we already tried that with Shaw, just just so you're aware. Um, so, oh. yeah, that well, bring him back a third yeah. time. I'm sure. I'm sure he's still at least <laughs> many member, if not the mayor of Ding Dong City. <laughs> still a citizen, yeah. Um, well, I, you know, I will say this, Craig. I know that uh, you know Miley's advanced in the years. I, I guess that um, I will say this move surprised me a little bit, but it did. It does add, a, I guess, a little bit of rotation depth. And when healthy, his numbers have still not been awful uh the past you know four seasons since leaving milwaukee he's been with the astros and the reds and the cubs um so there is that he does find a way to miss bats i mean he's not going to overpower you and he never has been that type of pitcher but um he is a guy that can miss bats yeah um and now i mean there are a lot of free agents out there and even former brewer starters i wouldn't have mind signing uh including multiple zacks like zach ranking zach davies uh, there weren't Brett any Anderson, Wades Brett out Anderson. there. That, what's that? Brett Anderson is still available. Yeah, definitely available to any organized baseball team, possibly your local softball team. He's definitely available. So um, I'm not sure if Matt Arnold um, has a real awesome plan for the 2023 Brewers, but uh, we shall see. So um, I guess look, before we really – Obviously, it was a 
cheap enough signing. I think 4.5 million for the one-year contract for Miley. Um, gives us some rotate veteran rotation depth, which we did need. Um, I guess as a Brewer fan, you're thinking who gets left out of the rotation right now? Because we really have six legitimate starters right now. And um, you know, I think the question is do we go with a six-man rotation? Or obviously it's always good to have a lot of rotation depth for injuries and what have you. But I mean, at the top of rotation, we've got Carbon Burns, um, Brandon Woodruff, Freddie Peralta as our three kind of aces, so to speak. Um, and then we're following that up with uh, Eric Lauer, who's also pitched in a very almost all-star level last year. And then you've got Aaron Ashby, who has struggled in his uh, first full year in the major leagues last year, but I think has a bright future in the rotation as well. And then you add another lefty in Wade Miley at that. So those three aces are all right-handers. And then the three lefties toward the back rotation, you've got a veteran in Miley. You've got uh, kind of a greenhorn and uh, Aaron Ashby, who's possibly ready to break out. And, of course, Eric Lauer has become a you know solid young pitcher himself. So it's a pretty nice depth. Um, I, I guess as a Brewer fan, this signing kind of signaled, hey, does this mean that maybe we'll trade someone for a hitter? Uh, perhaps we're negotiating with both uh, behind the scenes with both Woodruff and Burns, uh, who will be free agents at the end of the 2024 season, on maybe a long-term contract extension with the Brewers, and maybe the one of those two that aren't willing to sign that, maybe we, we're looking to trade, or perhaps someone like Eric Lauer, who I think his value is really on the upswing after last year, maybe he could be part of a big trade uh, to bring in a big bat, which I think we still need for this lineup. Or perhaps not. Perhaps we're just going with with more rotation depth. I guess, what is your take on this move, Vince? Yeah, I think you summed up the options pretty well, which means it's probably going to be none of the above. But um, <laughs> knowing knowing the way that this front office uh Wade Miley will operates. be the new Josh Hader and our new left-handed closer is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. We'll probably actually start at second base. Um, but um, my, my initial thought is that this does give the Brewers the depth um, that they could use to go out and maybe acquire a bat. And I don't think that we're going to see Burns or Woodruff traded before opening day uh, this season, but I do think that it's increasingly likely that we'll see one of Eric Lauer or Adrian Hauser traded before opening day uh, in exchange for a bat. I, I tend to think that, you know, maybe the Brewers got a bit frustrated by uh, not being able to to easily acquire another bat via free agency this offseason. And as the offseason has unfolded, it seems increasingly unlikely that we're going to uh, acquire someone via free agency. And the options available, quite frankly, are not that good anymore. Um, so my guess is that this gives us some, some possible trading depth that we can use to go out and acquire a bat that we couldn't get via free agency. Yeah, and it's a good thing you mentioned Adrian Hauser. I didn't mean to forget him. He he did put in a number of starts for us last year, and even two years ago, really started showing some promise as um, at least, if nothing else, a back end starter. Uh, he did pitch quite a bit out of the bullpen last year, and I think that maybe the Brewers have him earmarked for that type of role, or maybe a swingman type role. But that's another person, like you said, that could be attractive for other teams uh, as far as trade bait or just more additional rotation depth for the Brewers. And then also another move made in the, since our last podcast, the Brewers acquired um, from the Pittsburgh Pirates, former Braves prospect, right-handed pitcher Bryce Wilson, um, who I guess would also 
has not he he had a really nice minor league track record. Um really profiled as a nice, you know, number four or five starter. Um however, he really has not done well at all at the major league level at this point. So I guess it was a change of scenery was in the cards for him. And here he comes to the Milwaukee Brewers. So hopefully he can uh be some nice depth at the triple A level um and possibly, you know, um shine if given the opportunity. But uh what are what are your thoughts on that acquisition? I didn't think too much about it, to be honest. Um, it was one of those moves that I think that, yeah, it can kind of restack some depth. Maybe a change of scenery could be good for him. Um, hadn't really put him high on my potential uh, pitchers to acquire list this offseason. So I uh, can't say I was terribly excited about the move, but I guess, you know, when you're giving up nothing, you might as well take a flyer on some of these guys. So not not totally opposed either, just to kind of fill out some depth with different different types of arms. Uh, in both the rotation and the bullpen. And speaking of uh, more right-handed uh, young rotation depth with some minor league options, uh, I also forgot to throw in this mix that uh, Jansen Junk, uh, the player acquired in the, from the Angels this offseason, also um, is someone in the Hunter Renfro trade, is someone who also probably, just like Bryce Wilson, could probably be stashed at AAA, and if he has a nice year there, could could uh, future into fix fixed into our future rotation plans and you also of course have probably triple a for most of this year is left-hand pitcher robert gasser who was acquired as a major piece in my opinion from josh hater trade with the potters last year so really all things told we re- just those those pitchers are nine pitchers that uh give us some really really deep rotation depth not is it quality though i mean i mean outside of the top three or top three right. aces our top three out aces are decent three lefties. And then those guys um, at triple A, it gives us, um, yeah. I think not some nice depth, but what, what, whether or not it's quality, I guess is called into question for the most part. Hey, Craig, don't forget too, that uh, Ethan small is still out there as a potential name to talk about. I know that he, oh, yeah. he ended up, he ended up struggling last year in triple A, but um, you know, his pedigree prior to that was, was quite high. I remember that, um, you know, we on this show were very excited when he made his big league debut in Milwaukee last year. He got a couple starts uh, for the Brewers in 2022, but um, I, I wouldn't say that, you know, he's done or anything at this point. I think that there's still plenty there to at least keep an eye on. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned him. I, he definitely is a factor in our plan, probably more so than than uh, Junk or Wilson, actually. And as a left-handed pitcher, um, he did make his major league debut. I think it was at Wrigley last year. Uh, for the Brewers against yeah, the Cubs. I know, I know a good friend of mine lives in Chicago. Actually attended that. I think it was the first or second game of the doubleheader against the Cubs. It was on Memorial, um, it was on Memorial Day. Yeah, Memorial Day doubleheader. Yeah, so he didn't fare too well in that one, but uh, or or uh, or really in his st- first in the big leagues. But again, you got to give these young guys a pass. And of course, when you're talking about left-handed young left-handed pitchers, those guys take a little bit more time to develop than the right-hander. So Ethan Small is something def- definitely. I think he's got a, ma- a, a future in the major leagues. Hopefully for the Brewers. But also, I would put him right toward the top of our list of prospects that the Brewers may be and possibly should be willing to part with in any type of trade package for, you know, major league roster upgrades at this point. So, um, yeah, very interesting. Uh, But I guess overall, so that's 10 names of guys that really are on the cusp of helping either you know, um, really either major league experience or on the cusp of helping in the major leagues, I think. So that's some really nice, that's always a great thing to have for a franchise. As you know, 
As one guy we didn't yeah. even mention on the list is Jason Alexander, who threw way more innings than anything uh, the Brewer fan would have liked well, to seen last year. Well, that's what I was going to say, Craig, is that I don't think it's just, hey, we've now got the depth to, to make a trade or we've got the depth. I think that it's probably a combination of both. We know that this front office likes to be flexible and likes to have some versatility. Um, might have some of those guys slot into the bullpen eventually, like you mentioned with Adrian Hauser last year. Um, Peter Strzelicki also made a couple starts, I believe, last year. He's still in the system. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot of these guys. And I, I think that at the end of the day, we're talking about the ability to, to, to both be in a position to throw or headline uh, a trade with some of these guys, depending on which guys we're talking about. Or, um, you know, we saw the amount of injuries that happened last year. The Brewers' starting rotation got decimated. I think that every pitcher in our rotation went on the disabled list uh, at some point last year. Uh, so certainly that depth is going to be useful. Absolutely. Um, also, another move made by the Brewers this past week, uh, we did trade uh, right-handed pitching reliever who was injured for most of last year. And Justin Topa, we traded him mostly just to clear up, I think, a four-man roster spot for the signing of Miley and also just give him another fresh perspective, a new, new start somewhere else, to the Seattle Mariners for a right-handed pitching reliever prospect named Joseph Hernandez, um, who's 22 years old. Um, yeah, did you, get a, so, did you get a scouting – yeah, did you get a scouting report from uh, Scotty's interns on uh, our return in that trade from Seattle? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he doesn't have very high of a ceiling, and uh, – he, he does have a, a kind of a unique delivery uh, where he, he's almost like a drop down three quarter slot um, delivery on his pitches, but is kind of deceptive and he has some nice movement on his pitches. Unfortunately, just like most young relievers that uh, he, he struggles with the control. In fact, through the, a couple of minor league seasons, I think he averaged walking uh, over four four batters per nine innings. Uh, however, his strikeout rate was over 10, 10 batters per for nine innings. So again, he's got some nice stuff, but doesn't necessarily know where it's going, but either the batter. So, um, yeah, obviously he's kind of <laughs> a, a project, Dur- so to speak. Yeah. So. The, the Ryan Duran, uh, Randy Johnson's model of uh, minor league pitching. You know, I will say this about guys that come out of the Dominican Republic or come out of Venezuela. I think that sometimes we don't always know they're stealing as well as we can with American players, just because we haven't seen them perform and, you know, college or, or in even in some cases, organized high school ball. So, you know, that raw talent is there. Sometimes you can mold that, I think, in different ways um, with guys from overseas and, and American players. Well, I never thought I'd use the Brewers pitching machine uh, term ever in my life, but um, really the, the Brewers over the last five plus years have done a great job of really developing pitching, unlike the previous 45 or so years where the organization was not so great at doing. And so it's one of those things if you get them in the system and, you know, you can teach, you know, teach them a little bit more control or uh, command of their pitchers or even possibly just focus on what young, this young player, what your best pitch is and maybe throw that more heavily. Or, you know, a lot of times these guys are trying to be starters still and are, you know, throwing pitchers that aren't necessarily quality still throughout the minor leagues. And that's why their numbers aren't the greatest. So, again, 
some of these things just they need a, a change of scenery and if they get a new coach or a new team a new perspective these guys can take off and you, you see it all the time so it's just it's tough to tell so anyone with like a raw arm like hernandez has you always love adding to your system because uh, you just never know obviously to make major leagues it's so competitive and there's a lot of guys they're drafted in many rounds and coming out of college and and high schools all over and whatnot and then you got guys coming from from overseas, you've got guys coming from, uh, you know, from from the Dominican and um, Latin American countries and stuff like that. So, really, just it's so it's so difficult to actually make the majors even in a bullpen role. But you know, you, you love to see those really really fresh arms coming in, young ones, because you know, for every every nine guys that flame out, don't make the majors. Uh, one out of every ten or so, or maybe less than that, but you might get like a Freddie Peralta type as a lottery ticket. So you never just know. So that's. I think it's a good move, and also just there wasn't any more room on the team probably for Topa, and I think he still will be a valuable piece for the Mariners. Uh, bullpen, yeah, so you wish him enough, the best. Oddly enough, uh, sorry, Greg. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, oddly enough, both of those guys uh, actually have very plus sliders. It was kind of interesting looking through uh, kind of the repertoires of both guys that um, they profile a little similarly, just looking at it with Topa being an older player. Yeah, absolutely. Um and so again, um, I'm not sure if the Brewers 2023 bullpen is settled at this point. I'd still love for them to bring in so, like someone like a Matt Moore. I know we've mentioned him a couple of times, which means since I've mentioned him, it means the Brewers will definitely not sign him. So someone like that, um, a veteran um, arm for our bullpen. I, I think that we're, you know, obviously the confounding choice not to bring back uh brad boxberger i think we really needed to you know sign someone to fill a similar role that he was he filled for us the last year i think he was really underrated uh as far as a key piece to our bullpen last year and and to lose him on top of losing hater and not really have suitable replacements i think would be a huge mistake so well, we've also, I know he wasn't, he was not good for us, but we also lost Rogers, the player that we acquired for Hader, um, departed as a free agent to the San Francisco Giants uh, in the last couple of weeks as well. I don't know that we've discussed it on our, on our podcast, but, um, you know, that's just another arm that's gone from our back end of our bullpen, uh, along with Boxberger and, and several others as well. We lost uh, Trevor Gott signed with the Mariners in the last couple of weeks. I mean, there's been quite a few names that we've uh, seen depart. Oh, yeah, and as far as bringing back uh, the, the team from five years ago, I should also mention that Alex Claudia was signed to a, a minor league contract by the Brewers this uh, yeah. within the last week. So, <laughs> again, um, not terribly exciting. I'm not sure. These, these guys are not anywhere near, uh, no offense to Alex, but, I mean, the quality of even, uh, you know, Taylor Rogers, who actually just got a three-year contract with the Giants. And I mean, for a reliever with the attrition rates, that's a pretty nice contract for him to land. And I think he's really um, highly valued still throughout the league. And I think he was, I don't think the Brewers will uh, trade a hater without getting a quality arm like Rogers, a quality lefty with closer experience back in that deal. Um, really, because I think that they, they weren't really giving up on contending in 2022 when they made the hater deal. Um, at least they thought they weren't, um, for, you know, but I, I think fans saw it differently because uh, obviously Taylor Rogers is still a pretty big step down from Josh Hader, as we saw, and uh, pretty much any left-handed reliever would be at this point in their careers. But um, yeah, so I don't know. I, I still feel like the Brewers aren't done. I don't know what that exactly, what holes we need to fill outside of like strengthening our bullpen. Um, 
And I still think we need to bring in another quality batter too, whether that's via free agency or trade. I just don't know. Looking at who's left out there in free agency, it's not terribly awe-inspiring at this point. But uh, you never know. I mean, even someone like, and again, bringing back former Brewers is not my, top of my list, but I mean, like someone like Nelson Cruz um, is completely unsigned. I mean, you can't argue that his bat would be valuable um, to be on the roster, but at this point, um, I just don't know. Um, I, I'd rather us, you know, package, uh, put together a package of two to four prospects or whatever it would take to actually land a, a young, decent bat with some team control from another team. But whether or not that's something yeah. that's possible right now, this offseason, I just don't know. Um, but it, it just doesn't seem like, I don't know, I'm not terribly impressed with the overall offseason this so far. Um, with, yeah, with same. Yeah, same, same, same here. It's it's been pretty it's been pretty depressing as we talked about at length on our last episode. And I know a lot of fans are saying, well, we need to give the team a little bit more time and the front office a little bit more time. And and fine, that's all well and good. But you know, we are coming up on spring training. I I uh, I know that it seems hard to believe. Opening day is actually just eighty days away from today. As your tape said. Uh, that's good to know because I've been staring out the window waiting for it to come back here for, uh, <laughs> for about a couple of months. Yeah, so, yeah, that's, yeah. that's good. Yeah. I love the countdown. So, yeah, no, obviously, we're, I mean, we're sitting here, I think it's uh, January 9th and we're doing this podcast. And so you're talking about just over 30 days and we're going to have the, the two of my favorite words in the English language, and that's pitchers and catchers. And they'll be reporting to florida and arizona spring training here in just over a month so that's pretty exciting stuff um definitely yeah with that being said i really just feel like this roster construction for the season still has i mean i would like to see some some more moves that are significant here in the next month before the start of spring training for camp breaks and uh it's tough to see who's out there that could help our team still but hopefully um we're you know matt arnold is really doing um due diligence and and you know, not leaving some head-turning trades out of the equation. Out of the equation, I, I really just think the Brewers are in need of uh, some type, something major, and not just these little, you know, Wade Miley type signings. No offense to the guy, but I mean, I, I, these no, are not I, needle movers, in my opinion, so to speak. Yeah, I, I totally agree, Craig. And and for what it's worth, uh, we have heard from our anonymous source, Tom Carter, who also says that the Brewers are still working diligently to. To try to make some moves happen, most likely via trade, though, instead of free agency at this point. But that is the news from our anonymous source, Tom Carter. Yeah. No, and and, uh, a couple things. I guess Tom Carter said that uh, if you could please just call him uh, TC um, and not use his full name, he would like to stay employed or whatnot. And also... Scott oh, yeah, sure. uh, said that you could, uh, uh, you, you, if you, we want to, you know, this week, uh, her name is Diamond, I think. He, she, um, she works in Las Vegas with Scott. Uh, she uh, she said we could use her name on air or whatever, but but uh, whatever. Scott's intern's fine. Okay. It's all okay, good. good. Um, yep. So, yes, um, really excited for baseball to come back here soon. Um, I know the NFL season is kind of coming to a close, and uh, most players, most uh Wisconsin sports fans can focus on the best sport in the world, and that's baseball, and kind of forget about all that other stuff, kind of just no yep. white, white noise, so to speak, during the offseason. 
So yeah, <laughs> um, really looking forward to 2023 season. And I know you're going to have an opportunity to, to go out to uh, Arizona for sure for spring training. I know the World Baseball Classic's coming up too. Uh, what are your thoughts yep. on uh, Arizona for spring training and your trip? And and uh, and just overall, do you have any excitement for the World Baseball Classic coming up? Yeah, I can't wait for it. Actually, I know that it's it's something that you know uh, I've loved since it started in 2006, which I think is the year that we went to spring training on that epic trip, Craig. Uh, although we didn't see any WBC games that that year, but. Um, I think the Team USA is putting together a really strong roster. I was an avid supporter of Team USA in 2017 when um, the likes of Adam Jones and Christian Yelich and Marcus Stroman were on that squad and uh, really excited to see uh, the team again this year. I think that it's going to be even stronger. Uh, some of the names that have been thrown out there are going to be really fun to watch play on the same team for a week or two. And um, that bracket, though, it's tough. I mean, Team, team Dominican Republic is, is always good. Team Japan uh, is a different bracket, but you know, that they're going to be competitive, uh, in the Asian bracket. I think that it's going to be exciting. I think that the U S plays against the Dominican Republic, Venezuela, and the UK, um, made the cut as well as let's see, Mexico and Colombia, uh, I think is, is who's in the U S bracket this year. So yeah, it should be, should be interesting. Yeah, definitely. And if you're not able to go to actual world baseball classic game, which I know some are happening in Arizona, I think that they actually have some, so, uh, some preliminary uh, matchups and uh, against uh, some of the major league teams actually during spring training in Arizona and Florida. So maybe you could check some of those out, but yeah, it should be exciting. I, I love spring training and uh, all that stuff. So that, yeah, more, uh, February, March are some of my favorite months of the year, uh, not necessarily because of the snow. I'm still shoveling here in Wisconsin, but uh, more so for, um, you know, those, uh, the spring trains is just hope springs eternal for sure every year. And, uh, I know last year the Brewers missed the playoffs for the first time in, after four, making it four straight years. And I, I really feel that the Brewers have quality talent to get back into the playoffs again this year. And I think just adding to the, the roster here going forward and be willing to trade from our farm system to strengthen the major league roster. I think that we're, that's where we should be at in our franchise's um, current build, so to speak. Um, I know that it feels almost like we're willing to do a little bit of a minor retooling, rebuilding here and seeing what we have with some of our young outfielders like Garrett Mitchell. But I think the Brewers really need to be flexible and willing to, um, you know, act like contenders because I really feel that uh, we're what, we're the best team in the NL Central going into the season. And, uh, yeah, so hopefully, hopefully we can build upon that. That's the idea. I know it's been kind of a rough offseason. You know, I, I think it just goes back to last year when so many fans and it seems like guys in the clubhouse got deflated after the hater trade. I do think that this team is still talented. I think that we could be more aggressive in pursuing a, a bat or two to supplement an outstanding pitching staff. So that's what I'm I'm hopeful is going to happen here in the next, you know, three, four weeks before spring training starts. If it takes up until opening day, that's fine, but uh, is what it is. Yeah. And I think uh, I think the Brewers will be much improved just by having a full year of health. Hopefully, knock on wood from uh, from the likes of like Freddie Freddie Peralta. I think having him um, make 30, 25, 30 starts in the rotation would be huge for this team. So, again, um, yeah. we'll we'll just hope for the best. Hope hope for good health this coming into twenty twenty three. And uh, yeah, I, I feel that we're, hopefully there will be some more moves coming up this month. Um, and hopefully, as far as yeah. our, our listeners are concerned, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll be able to bring you guys some uh, some interviews. Uh, Vince and I maybe will look to conduct with some former Brewers. Yeah. So. 
um, hopefully that we can bring that to you here within the next month or so during as we fill out the off season and look forward to the 2023 MLB season. So thanks again for listening and tuning in. That sounds great, Craig. And, and thanks, Scotty and Chad. And uh, remember to keep sending us your questions, Brook Review Podcasts with an S at gmail.com uh, as well. Always great talking baseball with you, Craig. Happy New Year. You as well. Happy New Year, Vince. And uh, yeah, stay classy, Wisconsin, and go Brewers. Go Brewers, guys. Do, 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 do.